You're listening to Likely Story on Sunrise Robot. Find out how you can support us at sunriserobot.net slash support. Hey, I am one of your hosts, Shelby, and here we are with episode 18 of Likely Story. And normally this is where I would introduce Polly, um, but Polly's not here. We're mixing it up a little bit this week, so... I'm going to toss it over to my guest host to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Carolyn. Yay, you it's might Carolyn. Know me. <laughs> you might know me from such shows as uh, American Ninja, Ninja Warrior special <laughs> and Fear the Walking Dead special. Right. Special segments. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thanks for joining me. Uh, Polly is off traipsing around Italy on her honeymoon and so I decided to let her off the hook recording this episode. Lame. <laughs> I know. How well. cool would that be to say, I recorded a podcast from Italy. <laughs> and by the way, Italy, like way to go big. I know. Honeymoon. Yeah. Man, I went to Hocking Hills. I mean, that was awesome. I'm sure that was great. Hocking it Hills was beautiful. But Italy, man. I know. They're really living it up over there. Setting the bar high. I've gotten some entertaining text messages, which I think will provide for some very funny stories when she gets back. Cool. So we will all be looking forward to that. But I am excited that you are here to join me. And it's not just me talking to myself. That would be boring for everyone. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) That's true. That would be really bad. (laughs) Um, So what's up, Eddie? What's new? You don't really have follow up Um, because you haven't been here for no a while. <laughs> i do have to say like what are we doing it's only been what fall premiere started yesterday yeah and i'm already behind i'm so behind <laughs> and regular shows haven't started yet oh shit what did we do to ourselves this is a huge mistake we've made a huge mistake <laughs> we've made a huge mistake <laughs> um okay so, oh man, we can talk about a couple life things. Um, and then we had uh, the Emmys just happen. Let's chat about those. Maybe we can get to if either of us have watched any of the, the fall shows, <laughs> we'll get to that at uh, the end. We'll leave okay. it if there's time because I don't know that either of us have that much to say. Um, but I was, uh, I will say that I firmly believe that I'm far behind because I just spent three days in D.C. for work. And That's that, cool. that just like didn't really facilitate a lot of television watching <laughs> except for the 12 hours of the Emmys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was that. So you were in D.C. for work? Yeah. So I just had like a big conference meeting um, for one day, but because Denver is really far away... And it's a huge hassle to get to sometimes. Um, I had to fly in Sunday night, meeting on Monday, and then I flew back Tuesday, which is today when we're recording, a little bit off schedule. Um, Yeah, but I don't know if you've seen the news, but the Pope is in D.C. (laughs) I did hear that, yeah. Um, so I was asked if I was going to go because I work really? at Catholic University and I kind of looked at, I was working with a priest today and I just kind of looked at him like, what the hell what? would I, huh? <laughs> I have a job. I have things going on. <laughs> so I like get to DC on Sunday. I get in my taxi going to my hotel, which is like near DuPont circle for anyone who knows anything about DC, which I don't, I only know these areas that I was just mm-hmm. at. My sister actually used to live near there. Okay. That's where I was. Cool. And I get in the taxi and traffic is terrible. It's like one o'clock on a Sunday and the driver's just like, well, we're going to be here for a while. And I was like, (laughs) why? What? And he's like, well, you may have heard the Pope is coming this week. (laughs) And I was like, oh, right. Right. I had no idea. I just like didn't pay attention. And he wasn't arriving until like today, Tuesday afternoon, but... There are just thousands upon thousands of tourists in this very small, densely packed city. Sure. And so no one knows where they're going. And it just seems kind of like mass chaos. And they've like, they started shutting down roads and it was just craziness. Was uh, the Metro an option? 
Um, I mean, theoretically, had I looked into that, mm. I don't like everywhere I needed to be was actually really close. So okay. the hotel where the meeting was at was less than half a mile from the hotel I was staying at. Um, where did so, you stay? Um, I stayed at the Courtyard Marriott Embassy Row. It was right across from the Australian Embassy mm. on Rhode Island and 16th. Okay. I know all of these things because I had to like <laughs> give directions. Um, and then the meeting, the meeting was at like the Mayflower. It's like huge, super fancy mm-hmm. hotel down on Connecticut maybe. Yeah. Um, so I was able to like walk between those. So I really just needed the taxi to get to and from the airport. And taxi just seemed like the easiest option for Shelby not being an idiot and like getting mm. lost mm. in the metro of D.C. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> my, uh, yeah, D- oh, my gosh, this is going to make this story even worse. I'm oh, no. <laughs> no stranger to the metro. My sister lives in D.C. Oh, uh, yeah, DC you were area. just there. Um, yeah, I was. Um, and we typically stay with her and um, her house is like a few blocks away from a metro stop. So it's not uncommon for us to just take a day. Yeah. And go to the city. Um but we usually have her um, like a day pass, okay, or um, or we buy a day pass, or we have her like reloadable card, gotcha, her fare card. But this time um, we were there for a conference, so we were staying um, at the National Harbor. So the deal was, uh, I would meet her in the city, and then she would drive me back at night, okay, because um, we weren't sure how long we were going to be. Yeah. So um, I got to. The metro station and figured out, okay, one-way fare, I'm at point A, I need to be at point B, and there's like one transfer, <laughs> so I need X number of dollars on the card. Sure. So I did that fine. Um, Sounds good so far. It was great. So then <laughs> then I'm walking to the gate, and I'm, I assume all subways work the same, but you put the ticket in, and, and the gate's supposed to open, and it comes out on the other side. Yeah. Um, so mine did not come up on the other side. <laughs> and I just figured, oh, it must be because I got the one-way fare. This is totally normal and just kept walking. <laughs> so oh, no. I'm waiting for my train. I got on the train, sat down, realized I was on the wrong train. Oh, God. Um, which I'm pretty neurotic about sitting by the map, so I wasn't worried about it. It was just one extra <laughs> transfer. But I had a little more time to think about what I just did. Okay. <laughs> And I realized the flaw in my logic, which was, oh, like, I still needed the ticket to get out. Wait, what? The To get out of the, at least the D.C. metro, you have to put your ticket in again to open up the gate. I didn't know that. So, yeah, well, I did, I did know that. But, <laughs> I, but, but it didn't occur to you it until didn't occur it was to me too until late. It was too late. So, like, I'm sitting on the train, and I'm, like, kind of freaking out a little bit. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to go to Metro Jail, and I'm going to, like, this is where I'm going <laughs> to Metro? Be. Wait, 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 wait. Like, what do you picture Metro Jail to be? Like, I picture you have to it. work off of your work I off think, your train fare, like, orange jumpsuit. <laughs> I think it's just a bunch of Ohioans. Just a bunch <laughs> of stupid Ohioans <laughs> that don't know how just cities work. In a room locked together. <laughs> Hey guys, how about them Buckeyes? <laughs> oh my That's god! That's all we do. Um, oh my god! Not a Buckeye fan. Uh, so <laughs> okay, out of that whole just, point about Metro Jail, you wanted to make sure we knew you weren't a Buckeye. I just fan. have to make that make that point very okay. clear. That's not fine. a Buckeye fan. Okay, um, so you obviously didn't go to Metro Jail, or I would have heard about it before. Did now not go to Metro Jail. So what <laughs> happened? I'm sitting on the train. I ask a lady if this is normal, and she said, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's not normal at all. And I just said, yeah, I didn't think so. And then I remember that I had my receipt. Okay. So I wasn't really Smart. all that worried. I just figured like I'd flag down the first attendant I found and um, just explain. Just like yeah, hold I'm, up your Ohio driver's like, license yeah, and then am, the receipt. <laughs> I am from Ohio. Please let me through. And um, But I'm walking up to the gate fully prepared to flag someone down. But then out of the corner of my eye, I see that the handicap gate is open. Carolyn, no. So I just figured, (laughs) 
I'm going to try this. I'm just going to try to look confident like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I just walked out right out that gate. Oh, my gosh. And no one said anything. Yeah. There and it was. Worked. There was one attendant. She wasn't like manning the gates or anything. She was over at the uh, ticket machine helping who I could only assume were more Ohioans. <laughs> um, so that's my metro. Oh my gosh. This right. just really confirms to me that taking a taxi was the right approach. Maybe so. And I, I my only, um, my other piece was that this morning the entire taxi system was down. So, so yeah. I still got into the taxi and like the hotel still flagged one down for me. I get in and we start driving away before the guy's like, uh, by the way, the whole system's down. Oh my God. And he like points at his monitor and then like the computer screen that does like the calls in about like where to go and who's taking what like people and everything. And it's all just blank. And I'm like, um okay so can i like still get to the airport (laughs) and he's just like uh sure and i'm like but can i pay you and he was like well with cash and i was like yeah i don't have any of that so like what about with a credit card and he just like kind of stares at me then he proceeds to point out that there are like 20 30 40 taxis all just parked along the side of the road because if they can't get paid none of them are going to work because the entire computer system it didn't matter what company it was all down and i was like yeah dude i don't have cash so i'm like you can let me out if you (laughs) this is maybe a very midwestern thing i'm like oh i don't want to like make you work if i can't pay you so like just let me out on a sidewalk anywhere and he's like but there isn't another taxi that can take you. <laughs> like you'll never get to the airport this way. Oh, and I was no. like, I'm like, okay. And he's like, well, could you get money if I took you to an ATM? And I was like, yeah, that'd be fine. He's like, if not, I'll just take you for free. I'm not going to leave you on a sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> and so we like drove around for a little bit, found an ATM, got some cash, got back in there was a little bit less traffic because there were no taxis on the road except for, I think, him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so that was nothing to do with the Pope, just a weird coincidence. So that but, was just like a weird coincidence, but he oh was like gosh. seemed super stressed because the Pope was coming in that afternoon. And so it would be a very busy day, especially since a lot of people like a lot of major roads were closed. And so people would be going in very different routes to get to where they needed and so maybe taxis would be used a little bit more. And he was just like, it's going to be a real long day. And I'm like, well, see ya. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you make your flight? I did. Yeah, it was totally. I left way early because I didn't want to get closed by the roads. Um, yeah. But next so time, that was call my, my like, sister. Yeah. <laughs> um, can really... you leave work and come take me to the airport? <laughs> kind of sounds like she never goes to work. She works from home a lot. So. Yeah. I mean, she has kids, so, and works for NASA, and I guess they're just super great. Yeah. She's responsible, is what you're trying to say. You're not trying to make her out to be lazy. Oh, no, 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 (laughs) not at all. I'm envious, actually, of your setup. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I was really worried about the taxi system, but now I think your Metro story confirmed to me that regardless of taxi problems, that was the way to go. Yeah. Well, so anyway. um, Experiences. That was that was my time in D.C. not watching new fall television shows. Did you eat anything good? We always try to eat at a new place every time we go. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't do work travel like to the best of my ability. Hmm. Um. So <laughs> I know that sounds bad. Um. But I got in Sunday. I did walk. I walked around like five miles and. Got to see a lot of touristy things that I never do. But then by the time I was done, I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and order room service and then watch the Emmys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and a lot of stuff on Sunday was closed by where I was. Oh, yeah. That's and a good so point. I like couldn't. It was like super fancy restaurants or like Subway. Right. And even Subway closed, I think, an hour before I could like get to it. So I didn't. And then the conference all day Monday had... Like food and dinner and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So. The last time we were at the Capitol, we noticed that 
almost everything just closes at five or six because everybody leaves. Yeah. Even it's like just the, like Chicago. It's yeah. crazy. I'm just not used to that because Denver does not shut down kind of yeah. ever. Okay. So I mean not not open super early. Nobody gets up super early here. Mm-hmm. Or if they do they're hiking and then they're still eating brunch at eleven. Right. Anyway, yes. So what else is going on? Um uh man, your Broncos defense is treating me very very uh, well. Is that in who my you have in fantasy league. football? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. They are Matt, killing it. So like we're watching the game last weekend. Matt is freaking out because he has Peyton and I told him oh. kiss of death, don't do it. Risky move. <laughs> don't do it. Risky. Like I'm Ten shades. My hair is ten shades grayer this season because I had Peyton last season. Yeah, it was um, rough. But uh, so yeah, he's freaking out, and I'm just loving it because <laughs> just the defense was amazing. Oh my um, gosh, I totally called that the defensive touchdown at the end. I was just like, look, this is not going to go into overtime. The defense has been doing so well; they're going to get the ball back and, yeah. and win this game for the team. And I feel like they deserved it. Yeah, that was that, pretty great. That had to have gotten you a lot of points. It did. <laughs> um, they might have been my top scorer, which doesn't say a whole lot about that the rest does, of Just maybe team. indicate the rest of your team um, isn't super great. <laughs> no. I always struggle at running back, so I'm trying okay. to hit the waivers this week and yeah. see what I can find. Okay. Um, I do. I know... You guys are going to be so mad at me. Um, my quarterback, Tom Brady. Gross. Yeah. I mean, I feel I feel pretty dirty. Yeah. Um, but you know what? He scores it's a lot true. of points. I mean, unfortunately, he's really good at his sport. He's really good at his job. I mean, I would be a little bit more upset if this was like in real life you were rooting for him. Oh, no. Oh, no, So no. as long as this is <laughs> contained within fantasy football. Strictly fantasy. I So we're not playing this year. Um, and I kind of didn't realize it until football was, like, super close. And then I was like, hey, wait a second. <laughs> None of us are playing fantasy football this year. Um, but I will say that, like, two weeks in, I feel like I can just thoroughly enjoy the Broncos. And I'm not as worried about plays by specific players or anything Mm -hmm. um but i do feel like not playing uh fantasy i know a lot less about like overall what's happening in the league right i only know what is happening to the broncos and if i pick up like a couple other games for example seeing tony womo break his break his (laughs) shoulder bone again (laughs) he's gonna be out for like eight weeks yeah um little baby tony womo (laughs) I like my favorite, like my favorite onion story, I think, was like the headline was just like Tony Womo hurts his baby Finky. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like I didn't see it was like all of it was a couple years ago, but like just like oh, photos okay. of him, like he must have hurt his hand or something. But then like the photos captured a face that he was making that was like really amazingly oh, pathetic. <laughs> so the, the headlines were just like. um about him hurting his baby fingy and then the whole story was in baby talk about that's adorable you have to Tony if you Wombo. find that put it in the show notes i will i <laughs> would love to read that i will have to look for it and throw it up yeah. in the show notes yeah <laughs> so cool. oh fantasy football yes um well do you want to move on to the emmys we should because um so i didn't actually watch the emmys live because i was watching football right <laughs> but you didn't um, watch mostly I did. I did watch. Um, okay, but I'll have to defer to you on the social media okay. aspect of it because yeah, I was watching my Green Bay Packers beat the pants off of stupid Pete Carroll and his oh. stupid Seahawks. Yep, great um, work. So that was pretty great. Good work. Yeah, but I did manage to. I was following you. Um, and some of the things that you were talking about. Oh. <laughs> about the Emmys. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Do you want to start with yeah. just oh. uh, Andy? And yes. I thought he did really well. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about um, 
Andy Samberg, and then I'll I can go through some of the predictions once we get to certain categories yeah. um, because. Uh, Polly and I both did really terribly with our predictions. Oh, no. Um, as usual, we always do terrible. Mm. I thought Andy did a really great job. Like I did, too. I think that his style of comedy is probably, like, only for certain people. Those it's people really are nerdy. me. Yeah, it's really... <laughs> it's nerdy and childish, kind of, but yeah. in a really low-key and subtle way. Yeah, I just love it. I thought the opening was really funny, Mm-hmm. Um, and then the part at I think it was the end of the opening when he said "suck it, books." <laughs> yes, I was laughing way harder than I should have been. Yeah, because he was yep. basically like, "Oh, tonight's all about TVs or movies. Like this isn't about books." And then it just like came up with huge font, like "suck <laughs> it, books." <laughs> I love that. Um, that made me laugh a lot. Yeah. Uh, what else? He had a couple other really good like one-liners that I had to like write down so I wouldn't forget. Um, what was your? I really liked. Um, just out of left field, he was like, "Is it just me or does Bernie Sanders always look like he's late for a flight?" Did you catch <laughs> <Yeah>. that one? <laughs> so true. I don't it like... is so true. Yeah, that would definitely could not have been written into the script. He was just. No. Um, at one point he. <laughs> He was talking about this year being the most diverse pool of nominees, which is a great thing. But then he said, racism is over. <laughs> Don't fact check that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which he has like a really similar line um, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And so it's like just that style of like he's mm-hmm. super enthusiastic, like racism is over. Don't fact check that. And then he just yeah. r- runs away. Um, so I laughed yeah. pretty hard at that. And then at one yeah. point they cut to John Stewart and John Stewart was laughing hysterically, which just made me laugh even harder. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I love both of you so much and you're enjoying each other. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. Diversity seemed to be the big topic because even in the um, opening musical yeah, uh, where he kind of makes fun of, of this like, you know, binge watching situation. Yeah. And um so he his whole thing is now I'm qualified to host the Emmys because um, I binge watch all these shows and at the very end I don't know if you caught it he says and I'm white I didn't catch yes. that <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was so I, I probably missed that like, over my really previous say that? yeah and I'm white that's amazing oh, yeah, that's funny um, that's good pushing it good stuff and yeah, yeah I knew obviously with with him um, comes. The Lonely Island guys. Um, yeah. And I also think Scott Ackerman had something to do with this. I don't know if he was writing, producing, mm. but I love him. So, yeah, I, I thought it was good. I mean, I thought his jokes were all like, I don't know. It wasn't like in your face. We're trying too hard. Right. It was just like, we're going to be really lightly funny and move mm-hmm. on. Yeah, like when uh, Jimmy Kimmel and um, Ricky Gervais did their bits, it was just so heavy-handed. Yeah, and Andy was just so much more refreshing and, and light and fun. And yeah, um, yeah, I enjoyed like, that. Like for example, sharing his HBO Now login. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, just so you know, it's Khaleesi Fan Three at EmmyHost dot com, <laughs> and the password is password one. <laughs> <laughs> Got to throw him off a bit with that number. I know. <laughs> um, Matt and I read some conflicting reports. He read that HBO did not know anything about it. I read that they did. Oh. So. I haven't um, seen follow-up. I just, I had just seen a couple things like, I mean, social media was blowing up after that with just a lot of people saying like, holy shit, this actually works. Yeah. Like I just logged in his HBO with this password information. Yeah. So I'm wondering how long it's going to last. Yeah, whether or not HBO knows about it. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't need it. I have HBO Go. Yeah, we have HBO. So it's fine. But I think Um, that was pretty funny. It was. Um, All right, let's see. What about you? Oh, you were really upset about the spoiler montage. Oh, my God. I'm still really upset about the spoiler montage. Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to tell us how that made you feel? Because, yeah. um, I am not that upset about it. So okay, let's I talk think, about it. 
I think the only, like, the real reason, so I'm trying to look, um, so I was, again, like, writing notes while I was watching, and all of a sudden, I just am like, I'm like, oh, Fred Savage is on stage, what? And then I'm like, whoa, what? Like, WTF spoilers? Oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm going to die. (laughs) Like, that is all I could think about at the time. So Fred Savage surprised me, first of all. And then he gets up and it's this whole montage to shows that have just ended this year. And it like starts out with Jon Stewart and Colbert and like Letterman or whoever. Like it's all kind of these comedy shows. And then all of a sudden it goes to this crazy spoiler about True Blood, which if this is the first time you're tuning into our show, you wouldn't know this. I'm going to tell you. I have been spending weeks (laughs) of my life um, this summer into this fall watching the entire series of true blood and i am now in the beginning of season six of a seven season series and there was a huge spoiler and i was just like that and like mike and i started watching boardwalk empire and then we lost that station and now we have it back but we haven't gotten back into it and there was a huge spoiler of that and like part of me was like look i get it these were like the major scenes, like the end of Mad Men. These are major components to these really popular shows, but like it's not like they've been off the air for 10 years. Like, give people a chance. And I think why I was so upset about this, which you can tell has not gone away, is that like <laughs> this is an awards show about TV. You are all professionals in the television industry. And, like, you should know and want your audience to be experiencing these things in, like, their own way. And so, like, even if I, which I do this all the time, I look up spoilers, like, while I'm watching True Blood or while I'm doing other things, like, watching other shows. If it's, like, super, um, super stressful or if I just don't have the patience and I, like, want to know what happens, I don't mind but that's my like choice. <laughs> it's on your terms. Yeah, like it's on my terms okay. that like I am going to read the spoiler and have the anxiety be taken care of and then I can just enjoy how the show develops. Mm-hmm. But like what was in that spoiler montage is like epic endings <laughs> of like <laughs> shows right. that I've been slogging through for freaking weeks. Okay. Like we're into oh, months you have it now. So hard. We're into months now. <laughs> I just think I just think it was in poor taste. Like, yeah. you could have showed that montages from like when you introduced certain characters on those shows. You know, like you could have done like Mad Men, like when what's his name and the other girl like <laughs> oh dear first work together or something. I'm trying yeah. to think of stuff I know about that show, which was only in season one. Mm-hmm. Don and Peggy. Yep, Don and Peggy. Mm-hmm. Like. You could, have, you could have done a montage right. or something like that. It didn't have to be only spoiler endings. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. Twitter was so, going crazy with Spoilergate, just yeah. in case you weren't sure. <laughs> yeah, it was. And I guess, uh, well, one of the things that I always go back to, though, is just because someone is... Okay, spoiler alert. I'm going to spoil the spoiler <laughs> alert thing. Um just because someone's shot doesn't always mean they're dead. Well, so, that's true. I I think that anything can happen sometimes. So I I don't know. Um, I think I'm not going to say that I side with the other gentlemen on this this podcast network. Um, <laughs> David, uh, <laughs> saying the spoilers don't really matter. Yeah, uh, I think they do matter, but. Um, you don't think that it was full of as many spoilers as people no. were upset about? No. And I think that, like, okay, so the Nurse Jackie one, I've never seen that show. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, I don't know that I would be surprised if it ended up with her ODing based on what I know with, of the show. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's all relative. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, social media-wise, that was something that, like, immediately got a lot of like the hbo password and then the spoiler montage those are the two things that i remember seeing was like really taking over um social media thinking about some of like the awards and like acceptance speeches and stuff there were were there any that like you were upset or like really surprised by 
Uh, so I fast forward through the talking. <laughs> oh, that's fine. But then because, you see who wins. Yeah. Okay. I do this on Jeopardy all the time. Like <laughs> enough with the human interest. Just oh, tell me the answer. Yeah. Um. No, I thought the a lot of the presenters were awkward, and that yeah. was really distracting. Oh, yeah. Gosh, Terrence Howard is that his name? Yes. Empire. Why do they keep letting him on do stuff? I just. I don't he's know. He's weird. Yep. Um, he has really awkward timing. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of any speeches. Um, I know uh, John Hamm. He was, like, yeah. oddly serious. And, yeah. um, you know, Don Drapery, yeah. I guess. <laughs> which <laughs> I guess makes sense. But yeah. uh, I wasn't expecting that at all. Um he did seem pr- kind of emotional about it. Yeah. I kind of thought it was adorable, though. Yeah. I mean, he was very cute. Um, <laughs> very humble, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that he gets it. It's just, you know, it's just an award. But he's yeah. been working at this for a very long time. Um, I did Kittredge. like, though, that he crawled up on the stage. Yes. Did you see that? <laughs> I d- he I did, did not use the stairs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That man is so adorable. Uh, um, anyway, yeah. Olive, Olive Kittredge. Kittredge, Francis McDermott, her speech was just kind of like, yeah, so we did this and I know. it's great. Thanks. I like, okay. I wasn't sure what to think about her, her attitude and her enthusiasm. Maybe she was just so overwhelmed. Um, I don't know. Because like no one really, I, I knew that that show existed and I kid you not, I've almost pressed play on it on HBO Go so many times and yeah. just never follow through. Um my husband didn't know what it was, and that seemed to be the consensus of just about everyone else on Twitter. Yep. Like, what is this show? Like, I could picture the cover, sort of. I know that I've seen it, but, like, I was almost, I was getting annoyed. Like, okay, we get it. No one has seen this, <laughs> and yet the seven people who vote thought it was amazing. Yeah. And, yeah, like, all of the people that won. So they won for, what, lead actress, supporting actor, directing of a limited series um and like two or three other best limited series and -hmm. a couple other things and like they all just get up there and are like we made this thing and it was amazing and thanks and then like yeah yeah, like francis mcdormand looked like she could not give two shits about being there zero fucks like oh sorry none of this oh it's fine okay um, mainly I just call Sarah and tell her beforehand not to listen when the kids are in the car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, limited series. That reminds me, uh, John Oliver was really cute when he went on his little, um, <laughs> tangent about like, aren't all shows limited series? <laughs> Cause they the all end at some point. <laughs> the only show that's not a limited series is Jeopardy. So basically this whole show is just made up. So Jeopardy can't win another award. Yeah. It's just to exclude Jeopardy from winning. <laughs> um, that was that. pretty amazing. Yeah, um, so he's definitely going to win next year, I think, now that now that John Stewart's out of the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oliver's got to win for that stuff. Yeah, I was glad John Stewart won. Um, who else? I listened. I was, like, I just really wanted Amy Poehler to win lead actress in a comedy. Yeah. I was yeah, really I disappointed this. in this. I did read this thing, or maybe it was just a tweet, um, that I, someone was like, hasn't Julia won enough already? Like with Seinfeld and, and yeah. now this, but like she's really good, and that I show know. is really good. And I know Amy's great, and and that was a really good show too. But um, she deserves it. She deserves everyone. Yeah. I mean, when I saw all of like the Olive Kittredge, I w- at first I was like, so it seems like I should watch this, and then it was like, ugh, I'm annoyed. I'll never watch this. <laughs> but when um, people from Veep were winning. I was like, oh man, I really do need to watch this. And yeah. I did appreciate Julia Louis Dreyfus used her time of her expectance acceptance speech to make fun of Donald Trump. <laughs> so like that kind of turned it around in my book. Yeah. <laughs> like she said she was reading a line from their sh- ridiculous mm-hmm. show and then it turned out to be a Trump quote, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, um, what else? But yeah, I was still this dis- is disappointed. not really a rumor, but... Um, It'll be interesting to see if that show um, does as well because uh, the showrunner stepped down. 
and oh. handed it over. So this the season that is either going or just ended, um, it was handed over to the former showrunner for Curb Your Enthusiasm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. So we'll have to see if it stays. Because what? They won Best Comedy and then um, Buster. <laughs> Buster <laughs> won. Oh, Buster. All of my notes are like what the people's names in Arrested Development. Like, I'm like, oh, George Sr. won. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then <Valid>. Buster won. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah. What else? I um, I love that Amy Schumer won in like this new made up category. Yeah. That enabled her to win. But also that she got up there and thanked the lady who gave her the smoky eye. <laughs> that was cute. What's the made up? What is it? Variety um, sketch vari- series? Yeah. Variety, she- variety sketch series is a new category. Do you think that's made up? I think it's pretty great. No, I think it's great and appropriate because there's lots of new ones. Yeah. Like out there. That's- it's just it's the first time that that. Yeah. category has been available. That's one of the reasons I don't think um, Keegan-Michael Key had a good shot for, um, was he up for lead actor or lead uh, supporting actor maybe? Oh. For his comedy. Um, yeah. Yeah, supporting actor. Because I think it's just too, um, like, too oddball right now because it's, you know, he's up against the other like series characters. Right, versus like sketch yeah comedy characters yeah um yeah what else i was really i was also really glad to just see modern family knocked off its pedestal (laughs) because that show i mean it was good at first but it's just i'm tired of it yeah same stuff we haven't been watching it in probably a couple seasons i loved it in the beginning i thought it was great it was great and it was groundbreaking i was just Um, tired yeah um what else i was really happy about all of the game of thrones um, yes winning because i just like the theme song would come on as they announce it and i'm just like oh my god i love this <laughs> like i need new episodes i'm going crazy and then when Tyrion won again a character name not his actual mm-hmm. name in real life but it might as well be yeah <laughs> um yep that was great yeah uh I'm trying Let's to think see. what else I mean, I think the big the big thing that all of the stories and kind of media is about now that it's over is Viola Davis winning lead actress in a drama, which is the first time that an African-American woman has won in that category, um, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I actually I really loved her quote, which this is one of those like, thankfully, this is kind of taking up media and social media time because she said the only thing that separates women of color from anyone else is opportunity. And then, um, and you can't win an Emmy for roles that don't exist. And mm-hmm. so I appreciated, like, she took the win really seriously. She was super grateful and she used the the platform she had. Um, yeah. So I thought that was awesome. And that's really good timing, too. Um, I've been hearing some other things about, um, like, movie roles originally written for men and they were given to women. Um, yeah. Gravity. Um, oh. so Sandra Bullock was supposed to be, that was a, a male character. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. There's a new one recently. Um, was it the Emily Blunt Sic- Sicario? Am I, I think so. Right? Yeah. Um, or maybe that was one of those where it's like, well, why can't this be a woman? Well, I mean, that's yeah, a really be. strong. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's getting out there, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Oh, I have my last thing about the Emmys, but do you have, which is just the last presenter Um, surprise? Is it? About Tracy Morgan. Yes. Is that, do you have more? Is that your last thing? No. My my last thing was Tracy and how pregnant I got. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all gonna get pregnant. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, the big surprise was that um, to present the last award, which was best drama, Tracy Morgan um, came out on stage for the first time kind of being in public doing anything um, since his accident last year. And I was just like a hot mess because I was in tears. Everyone like it was this huge standing ovation and then it goes and focuses on Tina Fey Mm -hmm. um, 
and who was it Jane right behind her mm-hmm. um, yeah. and like they're both crying <laughs> and I'm just like oh my gosh this is amazing yeah. <laughs> yeah and he came out and made some jokes and thanked everyone and got a little emotional and it's pretty cool yeah it was really nice to see um I didn't realize um I mean, I knew he was in really bad shape, but yeah, um, I didn't realize his brain injuries were um, really as extensive as I later found out. So, I mean, it was just really great to see him recovering. And I mean, he maybe has a little while yet to go before he feels like he's himself again. But yeah, yeah, um, he did yeah, make really jokes about him. people getting pregnant. Yep, <laughs> after party or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's his his. Uh, Big quote. Yep. One of his best best jokes. Uh, yeah. So, I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, oh, there was a, I saw a headline that um, the Foo Fighters were supposed to present, or I'm sorry, not present, but perform. Oh. Um, because their movie, show, miniseries, whatever it was, that lost, oh my gosh, I should have looked this up before I started talking about it. <laughs> Welcome uh, to podcasting, Carolyn. <laughs> and now when you scold us for not ever looking stuff up before we talk about it. I know. I'm terrible. Yep. Um, well, whatever. So looking Fighters won stuff and um, they were invited to play. And then apparently um, the producers just changed their mind. And uh, so he's like, okay, well, we're not going to go then. Yeah. Oh. oh, they maybe I Dave Grohl wanted to play the whole song, but they didn't want him to play everything, or they wanted to cut him off or something, so they just didn't go. Yep, Fox refused to allow the band to play a full song from the Emmy-winning Sonic Highways. And so Sonic the band Highways, decided right. not to perform if they couldn't perform the whole song. Yeah, so good on you, Dave. Yeah, I'll post this uh, Rolling Stone article up in the show notes. Thanks. Um, um, so the only thing we didn't really talk about was, and it's not exactly Emmy related, but what, um, the opening musical I think was kind of hinting at or, or poking fun at was that, um, kind of a quote that this FX executive or the president of X, uh, FX was quoted as saying that we're in this time of peak television, mm-hmm. peak TV right now. Um, and that's affecting networks, certainly, because there's all this content out there, and it's making making it harder for people to find the really good stuff. Oh, and I think interesting. He was, I think he was speaking um, specifically to the Americans, because it's such a good oh, show, but no one's is, watching it. Yeah, that's um, such a good show. And I think he said something like, for the 2015-16 season, there's like 400 scripted shows, or he estimates there would be 400 scripted shows. Whoa. And um, so, yeah, it's... We can't even of, keep up with five each. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there's a lot of good TV, and it's just harder to find the great TV. Um, and I don't know. He thinks that it's going to be on the decline, though, and I don't know. I've read some other things where... And the way we're creating content these days and with all the streaming services we have that it's could only get better, right? I mean, there can only be more stuff. I'm not saying better in terms of quality, but yeah. just in terms of sheer numbers and and how we watch things on, you know, we're not like, it's kind of like our generation, we're not really tied to brands. We're not really mm. tied to networks either. Uh-huh. It's If I like a show, I'm not going to, oh, oh, it's on USA. Okay, I'll watch it. Right. No, it's it has oh, nothing is it a to good do show. With... Do I like those people? Yeah. And by the way, it's on USA. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was another article that was just citing like how um, USA took a chance with iRobot. Is iRobot? No, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. Yeah. iZombie. Mr. Robot. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I think there is a movie called iRobot. Yep. Will Smith. Okay. It? Cool. Um, so, yeah, they took a chance, but it was like really off brand for them because it was darker and more cynical and they're usually more mm-hmm. um i guess kind of i don't want to say bubblegummy but just but, kind of a, a lighter fresher yeah airy kind of thing I so think so yeah so much to watch there <laughs> and so little time there was so much to watch I mean, oh I, I mean, in like andy's skit he basically he locks himself in a bunker for an entire year 
and then he comes out at the end saying he's watched everything and then castle was like (laughs) oh did you did you watch castle and he's just like oh Uh. shit and he takes him and he goes back in the bunker and comes back out and was like now i've watched everything (laughs) oh that was my favorite part um i love you nathan but your show is so bad yeah i don't even watch it anymore (laughs) And that's saying something because we all yeah. know how much crappy TV I watch. Yep. Um, yeah, I think that I think the peak TV is an interesting. There's a lot happening, and I really don't think it has to do with network. But we'll see how like the awards and the the establishment starts changing or not. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend to understand the economics behind it, but yeah, if you know Hulu and Netflix and Amazon, if they can continue to pump out stuff and mm-hmm. who knows what kind of networks we're going to have if we have networks in five years yeah yeah that's a great point mm-hmm. um all right so the emmys happened they took forever they ended on yep. time they did which is amazing mm-hmm. i literally thought it was never going to end <laughs> <laughs> i also at one point texted mike and i was like how do people watch things on live TV anymore? Because I just wanted to use my DVR to fast forward through stuff and I mm-hmm. couldn't since I was watching it live. Yeah, that was pretty nice. <sighs> anyway. Pretty nice. Um, ooh, I just recently caught up with Fear the Walking Dead. Do you have yes. any updates or, or new thoughts since we've seen a couple? How many um, episodes have you seen? Where are you I'm at? caught up. So okay. as of recording today, there's four episodes out and yep. we have two, two to go. Yep. Um, I, you know, it's, it's picking up. And I think last time I talked about how I really want kind of like a conspiracy yeah. show. And I think I'm getting that. It may not be like how the outbreak outbreak happened. Um, but at least there's a little bit of a military yep. government type of conspiracy and how they're handling things or not handling things. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's um, great. I think that's coming and we could still see more of, Um, in the latest episode we see more of this military presence they've created this little safe zone around luckily the neighborhood Mm -hmm. where maddie and travis and their kids live i know interesting um just outside of la and and so the military's there you you start to see some of the this conspiracy of how they've been handling it what they're doing they're not sharing information um and then carting people away yeah the latest thing is kind of carting people away to this really safe new government-run medical facility um and so i wonder if that approach is how we'll get to some of how the outbreak happened or how they're studying it more yeah um yeah i did (laughs) i did this latest episode um chris i think which is travis's son Mm -hmm. he's like using a little video recorder and he's narrating this like epic (laughs) dystopian like story Mm -hmm. and i was just like this is a little too on the nose like stop being so cheesy Um, yeah but otherwise i feel like it's getting a little bit deeper there's they're drawing me in a lot more yeah um yeah i think there are better ways to go about what they're trying to to get at like i i think the whole reason behind that was to establish travis is very trusting in um he trusts the government uh, military military. you know Mm -hmm. outsiders but he's not um he's just very different with his own family yeah kind of writes them off and um and then we kind of see that breaking down a little bit towards the end yeah um i don't want to spoil any anything so I mean, I know you're caught up, but yeah, I won't. Because I, I thought that how the last episode ended was pretty much like, oh shit, yeah, all right, this is getting real. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So we can we can leave that yeah. till maybe after the yes. Let's I did. Do that. I did get to the end of this last episode though, and and they give you the promo for next episode and a reminder that this is only a six episode season mm-hmm. and so there's only two more and i was like what <laughs> what like before like, i was like done anything with maddie yet i know I, <laughs> I was like you haven't done anything up till this point but now i'm like hooked and i'm really sad right. that it's gonna be over in two but yeah we can we can have a full discussion once it's uh over and give some give people time to catch up since we both realize that watching tv <laughs> is really hard 
It's really hard, you guys. You have no idea. What <sighs> Especially kind of now that football's on and that takes up my whole Sunday instead oh of other gosh. TV. Yeah. Well, at least you're two hours behind and I know. You have to stay up Man, as late as I do. Being in Eastern time zone was terrible. It's <laughs> the worst. I was like, oh, maybe I'll catch Jimmy Fallon like as I'm getting ready for bed. And I'm like, wait, nope. when is that on? <laughs> like it's so late. He's on at 10.30 here for what? us. That's crazy pants. Yeah, so like I am up at 10.30, at least uh, for the intro. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, um, are there any of the new TV shows that you've been assigned that you have been able to watch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good work. I, um, yeah. So, I, man, I stayed up so late last night. <laughs> um, really dedicated. Catching up on the Emmys and also... Uh, wait, what is today? Today's Tuesday. Yeah, so I watched the Emmys yesterday. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I sat down, and I don't know why, but I thought I could fit in Bastard Executioner. Oh, no. And That then, one's like, not even yours. Well, no, but it looked interesting. <laughs> so I'm, I start it, and it's just slide after slide after slide of text backstory. Oh. And I just stopped it and said, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Oh, and then no. I noticed that there was still two hours left. I didn't realize it was a two-hour premiere. Yeah. So that's the one kinda... I have been... Like, I saw that my DVR recorded it, and I was like, oh, this is the one that's assigned to me. Like, I should have time for this. And then I pull up the recording, and it says two hours. And I was like, yeah, I don't have time for this right now. I'm going to try yeah. to maybe catch it tonight, but... Yeah. Yikes. Um, but I did watch Minority Report and Blind Spot today. Okay. Um. Minority Report was very boring. <laughs> like, I I was at work and multitasking, and I just didn't even want to pay attention to it. Yikes. Um, nothing, the writing that was in there was just really, really harsh. And uh, Fez from that 70s <laughs> show. Yeah. He still sounds Fez. like Fez. No. And I, it took me out of it. And he's like this uh, detective. I don't know if he's the head of the department or something. Okay. But, oh, man, I just, it really took me out of it. Um, it seems like the ratings so far for Minority Report have been uh, kind of low. Yeah. I think it's like 29% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. <laughs> you so know how Polly loves Rotten Tomatoes. That's so true. I thought I'd bring that in. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's also kind of like this poor man's... Uh, is it Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg? Okay. Is he, is that, was he the social network guy? Yes. Okay. So this guy looks exactly like him. Oh, he's not him. but isn't him. Yeah. No, he just looks exactly Who like him. Is that? I'm going to look it up. What's his name? Stark Sands? No. Is that what? his real name? Is that a real person? Or his character? Oh. oh my gosh, I just looked him up on IMDb. That's definitely his name. Okay. And he does look like the poor man's Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Who is this dude? I don't know. His name is Stark Bunker Sands. Nope. nope. I'm not even joking right now. Mm -hmm. Please tell me that that is fake. It says that is the name he was born with. Mm hmm. Okay, my my dad loves golf as much as the next crazy person that loves golf, and I was not named Bunker Sands. That makes me think of <laughs> golf things. I didn't even think about that until you said <laughs> Anyway. Uh, okay, well, that show's terrible, but I'll keep watching it just for the sake of your listeners. Okay, because that's one um, that you are assigned to. That is one of my, my shows, yeah. Okay. The other one is Blind Spot, and I really liked that. It, oh, it's good. Like, it was kind of like uh, Born, Identity, Born Identity meets um, Alias. Okay. Um, so it has like that um, uh, amnesia special ops type person, um but it's mixed with enough conspiracy and like, you know, putting together together the puzzle pieces. So like each I could see each episode being um based on like this new clue that they found off of her tattoo or something. Okay. Um so it's just real high energy and cool. and I, I really liked it. Okay. I I do have that one um recorded and waiting for me. I just haven't had time to watch it, nor 
am I assigned to it anyway? Um, the only one I did catch was Life in Pieces uh, because it was 30 minutes and I did have time for that. <laughs> Manageable, yeah. <laughs> What'd you think? And that's that's the one that we thought might be a good... Uh, it's like the it's been, parenthood um, style replacement. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that that's quite the right description. Um, it's definitely more kind of comedy and just the the 30 minute show means there's a lot less we're gonna get Mm -hmm. um but colin hanks is in it and i really really like him and then thomas sadowski um from the well he was in the slap but also newsroom like there's enough of the actors that i really like that i'm interested in where it goes um, okay. But it is definitely like short little vignettes. There was, it made me laugh a couple times and a couple times I was like, this is no parenthood. <laughs> <laughs> so that skews my perspective, but hopefully I'll stop trying to compare it maybe. Yeah. Did you watch that or is that still on the? I did not. That's not a, is that one of Polly? That's Polly's. It's Polly's, but that looks like a good lunch show, I think. Yeah. I think that might be a great lunch show. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think it had some pretty, um, pretty strong kind of opening ratings. Um, people seemed into it, but we shall see. Yeah. Um, I was just looking up, up uh, the Rotten Tomatoes. It's um. Oh nope, that's still Minority Report. <laughs> Reckon at twenty nine percent. Um. I don't see. Oh, yeah. 62% for Life in Pieces. Okay. Um, I mean, you just don't get the Walking Dead is getting 80%. I don't know that we ever talked about that. Oh, nice. Yeah, 80%. Okay. Um, What else did we talk about? Blind Spot, 65. Oh, interesting. Mm hmm. Oh, did Limitless start? Oh, that starts tonight. Oh, shoot. Limitless and Scream Queens. Oh, yeah. I have actually seen a couple more things about Scream Queens that I might check it out. <laughs> I love how we have to pause. <laughs> it's a really hard to say. <laughs> Who thought of this title? Scream Queens? Like it just Scream Queens? It gets worse each time I try to say it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But, well, they've been promoting it pretty hard as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> this is totally off script, but just thinking about things that being, that are being promoted really hard right now. Um, so the movie, the intern, have you seen all the commercials for this? I have not been paying attention. Okay. Well, that. I'm just going to say that I'm probably going to, I might not go see it in a theater, but I will watch it when it's on Netflix or rentable on iTunes. Um, so it's okay. Anne Hathaway, Robert De Niro is like her intern. Um, but I've been watching, I've turned on like the news and the morning shows while I was getting ready while I'm in DC, just cause it's like lonely mm-hmm. when you're used to people around. So turn the TV on. Sure. Anyway. And the guy that was promoting it, his name is Andrew Rannells. And mm-hmm. he was like in the book of Mormon, big on Broadway. I think he might be on the show girls. Um, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Okay, but, I know who you're talking about. But the whole time that he was on this morning talk show, I thought his name was Andrew Reynolds. And then I was oh. freaking out because he looks just like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and then I was like, how does this guy, how is like Ryan Reynolds have a brother who is also in the business? And I've like never f- known this. And so <laughs> I was like, more successful. I was like freaking out. And, and I'm like, well, that's nice. Like, I wonder if your brother like helped you get started or where you got your start and all this stuff. And then I like look it up and I can't find anything under Andrew Reynolds except for like a skateboarder who's like 50 or something. You made up this whole backstory. Um, for I had this whole thing this morning. And then oh just God. so you know, his name is Andrew Reynolds. Noted. Um, also hard to say. Also hard to say. I think maybe the same age as Ryan Reynolds in Broadway. That's, Mm. um, again, not important, just something that happened Mm -hmm. in my day today. (laughs) So we we can get back to, um, I think we're actually at your first uh, rumor roundup segment. Do you have any rumors? 
do I? That's the question. Do I ever? <laughs> oh, oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I thought about not even telling you about this because I know how you feel about spoilers. Um, yep. But uh, so the the Walking Dead is it Robert Kirkman? Yes. Okay, so Robert Kirkman was on At Midnight, and they did this segment um, uh, to sort of just let them be silly and blow off steam, like spoil an ending for for The Walking Dead. Uh-huh. And um, he, everyone, uh, let's see, so it was Maggie and um, Mr. Mullet. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> the Mullet, uh, the guy that was uh, uh, trying to... Yeah, I... Um... Um, oh my gosh, we're terrible. He's oh, he's always he's been on at Abraham before. No, Abraham. Abraham is, yeah. Oh, I was trying to think of his real name, but it's not Abraham. It's Eugene. Eugene, which is Thank Josh you. McDermott. Okay. Yeah. So Maggie and Eugene were on the show, and uh, so they're just saying silly things that are totally not plausible. But then Kirkman oh says, um, "I'm looking this up right now." <laughs> Go ahead. He says, well, Glenn's going to be, uh, his. he's going to get his head bashed in with a bat named Lucille or something like that. Uh-huh. And it's apparently how he dies in the comics. Uh-huh. Um, and he's so deadpan. And then he laughs afterwards, but everybody was kind of making it seem like Maggie was really caught off guard and awkward. That he, like, but said I went, it. Yeah, but I went back and watched the whole clip, and she was just kind of, like, awkward throughout the entire thing. I mean, she just had that face like of confusion yeah throughout the entire like thing so i don't know if she was reacting <laughs> or not but i think he's just messing with people okay. and either way it's in the comic so it's like it's out there it's not like it's yeah hasn't been written it's, it's not like um george martin says in an in an emmy speech that Tyrion is gonna, gonna die, die in, in like a book that's not out it's yet not, Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or that Jon Snow is really alive, which he is, by the way. What? Jon Snow, he's got to be alive. Uh, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah. I, the last oh, thing. Oh, oh, God. Okay. Um, the last thing was not a rumor, but just that um, Ryan Adams released a track for track cover of Taylor Swift's 1989. <laughs> like the whole thing phenomenal the whole thing it's great i mean if you like ryan adams okay which i do look this much you do which i do (laughs) um that's awesome i will have to look that up i think i have apple music for a little bit longer is it on um it is streaming on spotify okay and taylor swift was totally cool with it he yeah he was kind of just messing around with it um in between projects or or things that he was doing on the road and i don't know if he sent her a few tracks or something like just for shits and giggles and she's just like dude do it this is great (laughs) and of course she's gonna get royalties from it so yeah just sell more things of mine yeah (laughs) go right ahead (laughs) yeah yeah Um, that's awesome i'll have to look into that cool i don't have any rumors so think that pretty much does it yeah i'm kind of tapped out yeah it's late yeah being an eastern time zone and all (laughs) sad trombone well thanks for staying up so late to podcast with me this was fun great um so that's pretty much it uh we have officially launched our facebook page it's still like getting up and running. It's available. You can find it at facebook.com slash likely story show. Um, so join us for weird articles and discussions and ask questions there if you'd like. Um, you can and also, also reviews of, you know, if you're watching these shows and we haven't had a chance to talk about them yet, just yes. post your reviews. We want to hear from you. Yes. And by all means, please, for the love of God, if we need to stop watching a show because it's terrible, please tell us. Yes. All of those <laughs> things are welcome. Give us a warning. Um, 
for example, the zoo. I've stopped watching. Mm. Everyone needs Mm -hmm. to know that. I tried to watch a recent episode and I couldn't make it more than five minutes. Good for you. That took longer than it should have. Yep. Um, If you don't catch us on Facebook, which is a really great place for like actual community, whatever conversation, um, we are both pretty active on Twitter. So you can find me at Shelby Elizabeth and you can find Carolyn at CM Kraut, C-M-K-R-A-U-T. Thank you for spelling that because you'd be surprised how often people want to use an O. <laughs> That's so it. So I typically have to go like sauerkraut, you know. Yes. Like Germans. Yeah. Google yeah. it and then find mm-hmm. my Twitter name. Um, you can also subscribe in your favorite podcatcher so you never miss an episode. Uh, you can use the RSS or iTunes buttons on the website. And you can support our work directly on Patreon at patreon.com slash sunriserobot. Uh, special thanks in that area to Bruce Edwards and Andreas Langa. But um, I think we're done here. That's all I got. Go to bed. Carolyn. Off. <laughs> Not everyone else if you're listening to this while you're like driving or whatever. <laughs> oh, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.